0: Welcome back to TD Garden here in Boston Hockey East semifinal number two with Merrimack and UMass Bowl. All tied up, zero to zero. This is Mike Mackin alongside John Leahy and our guest here in the first intermission, Ian Boshe from the He is covering tonight's game for the Mac Report. Welcome alongside him. and He also serves as the game public announcer basketball. Uh, I mean, first of all, uh, your take on that first period of play, Merrimack out shoot slow by the count of 9-3, to three, but not able to get any goals on the board regardless. Uh, you know, what's the feeling down there in the Merrimack locker room after this first period?
1: Overall, I think if you're Scott Borick, you have to be really, really happy with how your team played. You came out, survived the first six minutes, which I thought were going to be the biggest part of this game. If you were able to come out, get to that first media timeout, you can go to the bench, turn around and say, hey, guys, alright, it's just another hockey game at this point. Now, at this point of the game, it is just another hockey game. Yeah, there are more stakes on the line for everybody else. We know what you know what's on the line here. But at the end of the night,
0: you've got 20 minutes down, 40 minutes to go, and we're still looking for the first goal of the night. And then the UMass Lowell side of things, I thought they started strong. They had some chances. Um, but a lot of as the period went on, it seemed like Merrimack was able to get in lanes, get, get sticks and bodies in lanes, and it was real tough for Lowell, not to not only to be able to get lanes out, uh, getting pucks to the Net but also In completing Passes in the Offensive end uh, What's being said Down there in The UMass Moral Locker room? Again same Thing I, th- I think they get to Just stick with The same message That
1: Coach bazans brought Into the locker Room for them On that side Of things I mean they Came out They controlled Play They pushed the tempo and the matter that they wanted to play. They, they want to play similar like Merrimack, so it, it, both styles match up well against each other here tonight. Both teams want to get the puck in behind the goal line, bottom of the circle. They want to root, cycle guys through, and they want to win board battles in the greasy areas. And it, This time of the year, playoff hockey, that's where you got to go to win your games. I thought the boost for UMass Lowell, I think, really came from getting Zach Kaiser back in the lineup, the senior from Orangeville, Ontario. I mean, 29 games played so far this year. He's missed the last six uh, with an injury, six or seven with an injury. So getting him back in the lineup is certainly a boost at the very least in the locker room and, and that's another someone else that's been there, someone else that's been here in this building. I mean they were here last year alone. You know, we turned the calendar back to twenty twenty two and they're here taking on UMass Amherst. Same thing, same weekend. So this is a program that knows how to win. It's a program in Merrimack on the opposite side of things that's trying to put their foot through the door and say, Hey, look This isn't just some blip on the radar. We're here to play our kind of game, and, you know, I I thought as the period went along, Merrimack definitely started to play their game.
0: Uh, who has jumped out at you in terms of uh, Merrimack? Which lines do you think have looked the best? What players have uh, really jumped out at you uh, in the first period? I guess for both teams, really, for both Merrimack and UMass Lowell. Yeah, again,
1: for, for Lowell, on the same, thing, same side of things, it's that Kaiser, Bentley, and Kraza, Kraza line. They've kind of carried things along uh, for the Riverhawks in this you know last three, four-month stretch of the season. And Having Kaiser out of the lineup for UMass Lowell the last couple of weeks was very detrimental, and I think that's part of the reason why you know, they haven't been able to put the puck in the back of the net as much as, you know, EMAS Lowell fans over the course of the last five, six, seven years have become accustomed to seeing from from this team. Um, on the Merrimack side of things, I, as usual, I thought the Lebold, Messner, and Seaford line were fantastic. They came out, they dictated play, especially, I thought, after that 10 minute timeout, I think Scott came back out and he rolled out that Messner, Lebold, and Seaford line. And they came out, and Merrimack had a little bit of sustained pressure. They kind of kept the Riverhawks in their own defensive end. And if you want to beat this Riverhawk team the course of the last couple of weeks, if you get them defending and you get them chasing the puck in their own end, that's that's where you can really make opportunities cash in the
0: most. I think we've seen a relatively physical first period as well. I mean, it's not been a real, you know, knockdown, drag out battle, but we have seen um, you know, both teams are, are playing as we expect, that heavy style of hockey. I mean both coaches have talked about it in the past. Scott Bork in particular, uh you, you know, that's the kind of style that he wants his team to play and you know, we've got plays where a pass is made up ice. The guy's doing what he should do. Takes the body, you know, take him out of the play. Let somebody else go and collect the puck. They've done what they have to do. A lot of times, when I, mean, I think when we've seen other teams get in trouble against either of these teams, it's because they get away from that. You know, they try to be too cute in some ways. Try to, you know, just uh, wave at the puck or what have you. And, and uh, you know, these two, both of these teams seem like they're just too, too smart for that.
1: Yeah, it, obviously, when you get a team like Merrimack that's as dedicated and wants to stick to their game plan, they don't, they don't want to veer away from what they want to come in here and do. But at the same time, when you're going to be met with that same kind of physicality and that same style of play that you're trying to impose on your opponent, it makes your job a little bit tougher because you know that you're going to get the same response from your opponent. In this case, a very physical, unassailable team, and it's not afraid to play heavy. They're not afraid to, you know, clog things up along the wall and make you earn the most of the center of the ice. So it's vintage Norm Bay's in here. I'm sorry to you know keep beating the drum, but in the last twelve years that we've seen him at the Helling it's this is what we've come to expect from him. He gets his teams playing the best hockey at this time of the year, and that's something that, you know, Scott Warwick is turning around and hoping similar results can happen
0: for his program. You know, as well as they played defensively as well, uh, Merrimack has played defensively so far here in the tournament they've only had one game uh, well, that game did go five periods or four and a half periods, and then the one period here. Uh, But uh, one of the things I think as I'm looking down the, uh, you know, the the line chart, the list of players here is that so far at least I realize it's only, you know, about game you know maybe close to, to two games that you had all the time up in the, in the playoffs but that Capone line with uh, Leppinen and Jeffries hasn't been able to get on the board yet and uh, it feels like that's something that they're going to have to do if this team is going to make a run not only here this weekend but uh, if they're able to make it to the NCAA tournament
1: yeah it's one of those things you're going to need to be able to roll out lines you're going to need to be able to you know again Play what got you to this point in the season. I mean, you don't go 22 12 and 1 just playing, you know, pick up hockey in the backyard on a Friday afternoon. You know, it's, it's one of those things where if you stick to your system, if you're dedicated and you put in your time and your effort every day in practice, in the film room, you'll see the rewards. And I think that. We're starting to head in that right direction. I mean, Mike, you and I for the last four or five years now, since I've been on the job in North Andover, how many times have we turned around and talked to each other after games? You know, that's a game that you like to have. That's a game you like to have. How many times this year do we turn around and talk to each other? That's one the last couple of years you maybe don't get. The trend is heading in a positive direction, and I like the way that
0: it's going. Yeah, and the other thing I think, too, as we get ready for the start of the second period here is that this team doesn't want to whatever happens in this game i don't i, I... Think that they have enough experience and enough guys upperclassmen, you know, guys who have played an awful lot of hockey, that they don't want to be walking away from this one saying what if? You know, so that's something where I think we'll see, you know, what, what happens. What do you have to do? Obviously, play a pretty good first period, but it wasn't good enough for that you're still in the 0-0 tie. So we'll see what they come out with here in the uh, in the second period. Do have to take a, a break here, Ian, but we certainly appreciate your time here. Uh, good to talk to you. Maybe we'll let you go before uh, before we let you go uh, quickly. Um, second period, what do you look for here from each team?
1: More the same for Merrimack. You're not. You're not going to stray away from things that got you to where you are. Uh, if you're a you got to start getting more pucks on net. Simple as that. You're not going to win a hockey game with three shots on net. BU survived barely earlier, and they had nine shots on net through. Uh, 60 minutes of regulation, so you need a lot of action here, in Merrimack, just keep doing what you're doing, and you'll see the rewards.
0: Alright, Ian, thanks. We appreciate it. Uh, always good to talk to you. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the rest of the game. Alright, you too. Uh, Ian Beauchene, our guest here, in the first intermission with the score, Merrimack nothing, and UMass Lowell nothing. Ian, of course, is from the themacreport.com tonight. Check out his work there at that website, www.themacreport.com, and uh, Ian also, of course, uh, PA announcer at Merrimack. Again, the score here is 0-0. We'll be back with more for the second period right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.